This is Auntie Ed, and we thank you for your patience while we reconstructed this episode of For the Horde Radio. So, without further ado, please enjoy episode 14. So there I was, making the trek to Torn Mill. And I was with a guildie. Now, why was I making the trek to Torrin Mill? Because I have recently rolled a baby rogue. And my guildie had also rolled a baby rogue. And we had two little baby rogues, level 21 and 22. When you hit that level, it is time to go to Torrin Mill. You know it. I know it. You have to go. There's no way around it. You must go. We are making the trek to Torrin Mill. As those of you who have traveled this road before because you only travel it once until you get the flight path and you never do it again but there's one time that you run it the first time and those of you who have taken this run know about halfway through there is some abandoned tower and standing right there is a quest giver who gives you some messenger quests that oh here take this to so-and-so in torn mill easy quest delivery nothing to it as we are approaching this tower to pick up said quest on our way to Torrin Mill, there is a night elf druid standing there on their big old elite mount. And upon seeing us arrive, he kills the quest giver. Needless to say, I was upset, as was my guildy. We were both very upset, because what are you going to do? You're level 21. This guy was obviously, he was at least 60 plus because he had an elite mount. And then he's waiting. He's waiting. He's waiting. You could see him. He went into his cat form, stealthy as he was, and was waiting for the quest giver to respawn so he could kill him again. And I said to my guildy, I said, you know what? It's just not that important. Let's keep going. Because that's all he's going to do. He's going to keep killing this quest giver to amuse himself. So we continue on the journey, and he starts following us, taunting and laughing, and as, you know, obviously nothing better to do. In my rage... Because I was, I was very upset by that. In my rage, I stealth and I sap him, not caring what level he was, not caring that I was going to be a grease spot and nobody would know where I was. I felt better for sapping him. So I did. I sapped him. And I kept going, stealthed, down the road. And I did expect any second to be a grease spot on the ground. And when it wasn't happening, I said to my guildy, I said, where is he? And my guildy responded, he can't find you. I was all smiles at this point. He couldn't find me. I'm stealthing along as fast as my little stealthy self can go, sneaking down the road. He couldn't find me. It took him a while to find me. He did eventually find me. And when he did, he needed the help of an NPC to bring me down, apparently, because he aggroed one, or I aggroed one for all I know. I pro- it was probably me, because I'm a little too small to be that far out, but I didn't want the pl- flight path. And he kills me. He must have felt like a very big 70 to kill a level 21. Actually, it wasn't too bad, because I ended up in Torrid Mill at the graveyard, so he actually saved me a trip. But I gotta tell you, you know what? Even though he killed me, I consider this a victory for the Horde, because you know what? This level 70 got a little owned by a level 21 who sapped him and snuck off and he couldn't find me. It was a wonderful moment. So, if any of you out there see Immorta of the Exile Guild running around, go ahead and sap him and then stealth off. He won't find you either. 
just go ahead and smack him in the head because he likes to kill. He obviously has nothing else better to do than to stand around waiting for Lobies to come by and kill their quest givers. You know what else? He sure doesn't have time to listen to. And welcome to For the Horde Radio. This is episode 14. For those who are new to the show, welcome. Thank you for downloading and giving us a try. For our return listeners who have gone through with us on many episodes, thank you, thank you very much for downloading this one and for listening again. I don't know where to start. I don't know where to begin. I have got so many stories of total jerks, total ass munches out there that I don't know where to begin. I started with my opening story because I thought it was a good one. I really was tickled to death that he couldn't find me. I was tickled. Just put a smile on my face. Having said that, though, um, and, and slightly off track from the list of tales that I will regale you with shortly of sheer frustration and outrage, as a sidetrack, um, any of our listeners out there who are uh, rogues and can make any suggestions as far as talent respects, uh, it would be great because I'm really enjoying the rogue. I'm having a really good time with the rogue. Beats the hell out of the pally, I got to tell you. Really enjoying myself with the rogue. And, you know, it was one of those things, too, after I sapped him, I really didn't, I didn't expect to live two seconds after that. I, I just thought he was going to go, Whack, and that was it. I would have been toast. The fact that I evaded him really made me laugh. But, of course, it also lends hindsight. I'm not very fluid with the character yet, so a lot of this was after I had died. I went, oh, darn, I could have done this. I could have done that. I could have done this. So it, it, it's not quite second nature yet, this character. But you live, you learn. You know, and I will put out this question, and maybe some of those higher rogues or anyone can tell me about this. Brief aside, several oh, months ago by now, I was in Hala. Those of you who do not know what Hala is, Hala is a neutral town in Outlands. It is PvP central. Uh, either side, whoever takes over the town has access to all the stuff there. So it's a PvP hotspot, like the towers. Those towers, if you've been to Eastern Plaguelands or heard of them or whatever, same deal. And one particular evening while I was PvPing for fun with a bunch of folks, I was obviously flagged and was sapped by a rogue. You do that sway. And when I became unsapped, I turned around to pummel him into next week, and he was not flagged. And in fact, I think we had brought this up on a way older episode where you can get sapped and the rogue did not flag, even though he zapped you while you were flagged. Nothing happened to him. Well, when I sapped this night elf, I got flagged. So I'm wondering, did they, A, change it because Blizzard was getting death threats or something? Is it something else that you can use? Because maybe it was like an older, you know, an older rogue trick. I'm only level 21, so, well, not anymore, but I was at the time this happened. So maybe it's like an older thing. It's not sap. It's something else that doesn't allow you to flag. I don't know. If anyone can tell me how that works, 
I'm real curious because otherwise I'm just going to chalk it up to alliance bias yet again. So if you happen to know how that works, if it, if it was something that used to happen and then they changed it, you know, it may have even been in the list on one of these upgrades, but <laughs> if it's not my class, I don't read them. So that could have been something that they changed. If you know, write in, let it, let me know. That'd be great because I'm just mildly curious. How come I get flagged? But when it happened to this Alliance robe, no, he didn't get flagged. Just wondering. So back to our stories. Yeah, first, um, the wonderful night elf druid. That was a lot of fun. Who, I, who he was standing there. He was standing at the tower. He was waiting. He was waiting for some schmoes to walk up and try to get this quest giver and then kill him. Nothing else better to do. And along these lines, I have yet another story. This was a toss-up this week, I gotta tell you. For this episode, we had It's Every Night. And I think I'm starting to remember why I began hating Alliance in the first place. This, of course, is nothing against any of our Alliance listeners, any of our honorary horde people. But, you know, it's stuff like this that makes me really hate, and I lump you all together, Alliance. This behavior. I'm going to tell you another tale because I'm getting reminded of this going through this low character again. Because apparently they are hot for Alliance, higher level Alliance to pick on. Same rogue. Me and my guildie, we are out in Ghostlands. We are finishing up some quests there. We are by the trolls. For those of you who have been to Outlands, oh, Outlands, no, um, Ghostlands. We're not near Outlands yet. For those of you who have been to Ghostlands, there are those trolls that are 20, level 18, 19, something in there. But as rogues, they have boxes that need to be picked to work on your lockpicking skill. My guildie rogue, who, by the way, is AKA our insane priest, who I have mentioned on the show in the past. Yes, she rolled yet another one. <laughs> so she's out there, and I go sneak it out there, and we're going to get together and go finish up our last quests that we have in the Ghostlands. Just finish them up, be done with the Ghostlands, because Ghostlands is like Stranglethorn Vale Part 2. It, it just never ends. It's like for each quest you finish, 12 more show up. So while we're out there, I'm, I'm she's already out there picking locks, and while I'm heading out there, I see this higher up turned out to be a 70 dwarf hunter and i kind of regard them curiously thinking what are you doing and because i notice he's pulling what he starts doing he's pulling a mob toward him and i'm going and he's running from them so i'm going why are you running from a level 18 mob and then i found out why because yes yes those of you who have had it happen or know, you know what's going to happen next. He put down a snake trap. Can I just say this is a serious glitch with the snake trap? Now, I am a hunter. My main is a hunter. I love the snake trap when it comes to mobs because it works really cool. Yes, he put down a snake trap. And apparently what happens with the snake trap, uh, the snakes will attack you if you're nearby. If you're the opposing team, the opposing faction, regardless if you are flagged, the snakes will go after you. How nice. I've even mentioned letters where this has happened to other listeners, other players. This has happened where an, an alliance will throw down a snake trap to kill you. It was deliberate. Of course it was. He saw me standing there, ran over, did it on purpose. Being really annoyed about this, I come back to my body, go into stealth, and my thing is, I'm going to sap him. That's my new thing, by the way, with this rogue. Anybody, I don't care what level they are, I don't care. Alliance, 
if you do any of that nonsense, I'm going to find you and I'm going to sap you because it'll make me feel better. So that was my goal. And as I go stealthing into the troll camp looking for this jerk, I find him doing the same thing to my guild rogi, to the insane priest who's now an insane rogue, doing the same thing to her. So I sneak up. And I sap him, and I run. I sprint, actually, because the snake trap's already down, and I'm already getting hammered by him. So I sprint. I take off. And I felt better for it. And she died. And she came back. And the two of us are now stealthing around looking for this guy. Now, he's a hunter, so he can find us pretty easy. It's not like the druid. He can track us, the hunter. And he keeps doing it with the snake traps. You, you did the snake trap thing. You started it, jerk. We sap you enough. Call it even as it were. But no, he's got to keep it up to the point where, yeah, we keep dying and we can't play the game. We are hindered from playing the game. Now you may think, well, how? Because how can you do anything with this guy? Putting snake traps down every time you try to pull a mob and the snake traps come and kill you. You can't play the game. You're dying. So we finally figured we've had enough and both of us have a level 70 hunter. And I make the suggestion, gee, let's bring the girls in because I think they're missing out on this fun. So we go all the way to train. He follows us doing this snake all the way to Tranquillian. I was happy to see that the guards killed him when he came in. He followed us in. I don't know if he was an idiot or just overconfident, but the guards took him down, which I was so happy to see. And we logged out. We had to leave the game, probably because even if we didn't, he would have kept it up. He was probably going to put down a snake trap just as we were hard, like logging out to switch. I bet you that's what he was doing. I saw him go down before he could probably get that off. So now, okay, we switched to our hunters we haul our butts to tranquillian and we are moving through the ghost lands like the two raptors in the kitchen in jurassic park the original you know the two raptors in the kitchen the one hops up on the counter that was the two of us stalking through the ghost lands looking for this guy and we hear through rumor that there is a hunter in silver moon we go that's got to be him. We go hauling back to Silver Moon. And it's like, okay, break. So we break and we go looking for him. And I start running. I start seeing signs that I'm heading in the right direction because I see like a skeleton here. I see downed NPCs there. It's like, aha, I'm getting closer. Now, as I'm going, he was in the bazaar. For those of you who know Silver Moon City, he was in the area of the bazaar. I'm entering. I'm hitting a wall of lag 10 miles deep. You know when you hit that big lag patch? I'm hitting that. It's like I can't see anything pop, you know, things are people and, and NPCs and stuff are kind of popping up one by one. When I hit that kind of point when I'm playing the game and I run into really thick lag like that, I usually just stand still and let it catch up because it's like, why am I going to try to push forward? I can't move. So I stand still and try to let it just let my machine catch up with the game and let everything get settled. While I am standing there allowing lag to catch up, I get a whisper from a 48 rogue, no, I didn't get his name, Horde, who says to me, why are you just standing there looking at him? Attack! Excuse me? I told this person, I just said, shut up, and I ignored him. Like, you don't know what my situation is, for all you know, you know, the baby fell. You don't know what happened on my end of the computer. Who the f*** are you to be standing here giving me orders? You go attack him if it's so freaking important, jerk! Needless to say, I finally catch up, and there he is. I was almost in front of him. He finally blinks into existence, and I went, aha. I and other 70s who were present pummel him into next week. And then he's dumb enough to res in the bank. That's about as good as, like, you know the red carpet in Silver Moon City that is lined with guards on either side that you go in, and there are the head guys there, and if you go up the little stairs, 
you go to a little trans, whatever the heck it is, a little transporter that takes you to Undercity. That would have been the next best place you could have rezzed. But no, he rezzes in the bank. NPCs, guards galore, and a pack of 70s after his butt. After that, he went away. So yes, that was, by the way, the Migoroth, I think is how you pronounce it, of the All Year No Talent Guild. We've mentioned this guild before. Boy, that's pretty much, that just sums him up. What a jerk. It's so frustrating. So, so frustrating that these alliances have nothing better to do. These higher, don't you have a guild, obviously you both did, to go raid with? Don't you have materials you need to gather? Don't you have a sweater to knit something? No, this is how you get your jollies by keeping lobby players from playing the freaking game. It is so annoying. Now I'm I'm rediscovering a hatred for alliance. Like I didn't have one already. Very frustrating. Now along these lines, sort of. We are going to spring on you here and now a pop quiz. Auntie Ed's pop quiz for you right at this moment. The question is, you have just joined a guild. You have just joined a brand new guild. You are 10 minutes into this guild. Do you A, talk to the other members of the guild and find out how they play and their style of raiding and a little bit more about them? B, Tell the new guild members a bit about yourself and your style of gameplay and perhaps how you can contribute to the guild. Or C, tell one of the founders and senior members of the guild to suck your d- If you answered C, you are Red Diamond on the Mandaron server. Because that is what he did. Yes, join the guild and with under ten, in under 10 minutes, told a senior member to suck his Uh-oh. Why? Because she refused to PvP with him. He had, wanted to go raid Astinar or some night elf place and said, hey, why now at the time I was under my little wee rogue who at the time I think was level 17. So nobody bothers you then. <laughs> and he asks her, this is also our insane priest who was playing her insane priest at the time. And she says, no, thanks. You know, rather not. And he continues, oh, come on, you're mean. No, no, not tonight. And then he comes out with, suck my Uh-oh. And it took us both a little, one, I missed it at first because what, you know, when you're going around questing, you got kind of one eye on guild chat and the rest you're kind of watching so you don't die. That was kind of what I was doing. So I had one eye on guild chat. And the next thing I see scrolling by are, are people going, you know, oh, that was wrong. And I'm like, what did I miss? And I scroll back and I see this. The two of us, she whispered to me, she went, did, did he just say what I think he said? And I went, why, yes, he did. Needless to say, he didn't last about 10 seconds after that in the guild. He was out. With no further ado, no further words exchanged, nothing. It's just like, you know what? Goodbye. Now, you have to understand something about our dear, sweet, insane, alt-leveling priest. She is about one of the sweetest people I have ever met. She will drop what she's doing to help you if she can. Very generous, just sweet. So telling this woman, having anyone tell this woman to suck their d- it's like saying it to Mother Teresa. Okay? It's so wrong. It's wrong to say it, period. But it's even wronger if you knew this woman to say it to her. Now, the, one of the reasons why we absolutely love her, and it's, and it's because she's a sweet person, 
great fun. But why I love her is because she's got a secret evil streak. And this is why I really love her, because she just got this little sneaky evil streak that shows up every so often and just kind of pops up. She was, I think I mentioned, yes, she was the other rogue with me. Both times we were out and about. And let me tell you, when that hunter pulled the snake trap little trick on her, she was livid. She was livid. <laughs> and, and I was too, rightfully so. Oh, it has just been that kind of two weeks since last we left you here. What is, is it? The water? Is it the time? Is it the moon? What? Oh my goodness, it's just been everywhere. And both sides. Alliance and Horde. Both sides have been at it with this nonsense. I'm gonna, I've talked about this before, I'm gonna say it again. Player courtesy, please. We are not here to be your tin ducks. That drives me nuts, the, the whole, oh. Anyway, that has been my, um, the, the highlights of our adventures since last, last we left you here. But if you have any good tips for the rogue, I'd really love to hear from you. Cause I'm still learning, I'm still kinda playing with it and everything. I'd love to know the formula for a really, really good stun lock. If, if any rogue can share with me, like, a good formula for a good stun lock, I'd love to know it. Granted, I'm, I'm still small, so it's gonna be a while before I get all those really, really cool spells. Well, they're not really spells, but yeah, they are. Abilities. There we go. We'll call them abilities. That I can get later on, but I'd really love to know a really good formula for a stun lock because, you know, that is gonna be my thing. Any, any alliance does any nonsense to me, that is my goal now is to get at least one sap on him. I don't even want to kill him because you know what? The sap is more frustrating because I know when I get sapped, I get pissed off. <laughs> is it just me? I get really pissed off when a rogue saps me. Now I get even more pissed off when I'm sapped and then my ass, my I get my clock cleaned because there's nothing you can do because you're in stun lock. I hate that. That's why I'm looking for a good stun lock because I want to do it to someone for a change, damn it. So let us know. So those are our adventures that we've been having. And uh, I hope you've been having more fun than that because I've just been having a real frustrating time. But you know what? All these stories have been ending in positive on an up note because we don't let anyone get the better of us. Uh-uh. Yeah, little, little rogue sapping you. What do you think of that, ass munch? Uh-huh. Now, anyway, we are going to go into a new segment. Yes, we, and, and if those of you who have read the show description or checked out the website, you will see. We have announced on this very show, right here and now, we have a new show segment that we are going to play for you. And this will be a reoccurring segment. will come up every so often. So we hope you enjoy. It's time for Character So what's the problem now? I don't have a target. Yes, you do. The big elite guy with the two bodyguards? Go get him. I am low on mana. What do you mean you're low on mana? You're not low on mana. Here. Cast this. I can't cast that yet. All right. What's with the excuses? You've been standing there for ten minutes. What's the problem? The problem with these horde characters is that they lack sophistication. Don't give me that. You've been a horde character for over 60 levels now. Come on. We got a huge list of quests to get through. Let's go. What crawled up you and died? Excuse me? Yeah, you heard me. Don't give me that blood elf attitude of yours. 
Oh, that's it. I've had it with you. Oh, watch the hair. What do you think of that, huh? Huh? Ooh. Now get your pink pally butt in there and let's finish this. Come on. You know what I love about your eyes? Uh, don't try that sweet talk with me, mister. <laughs> that was a trick question. Oh, bite me. You're scared, aren't you? No. Yes, you are. Never. All right, if you say so. You know, if you take this guy down, I'll take you to the salon. <sighs> I could really use a scrunchie. I know. Come on, down this guy and we'll go. Fantastic. So let's do it. For the glory of Quilthalos, the Cinderai will yeah, prevail. Anything for a scrunchie. Attack where I do. You got it. Attack this enemy. No problem. Remember the We're sun We're remembering, well. okay? Come on, let's do this. Fire. Um, it doesn't work if you don't actually attack. Right. Right. Would you just go? Anarala Balore! Fine. That's it. Get him. Hit him. No, no, no. Don't, don't. Dodge. Dodge. Damn it, dodge! But, uh, you went ahead and died, didn't you? <laughs> oh, shut up. And that was our first ever edition of Character Chat. We hope you enjoyed. And as we continue further with other episodes, we will hopefully have other installments of Character Chat for you. But now we're going to go ahead and go into our first music break, which we hope you enjoy. So kick back, relax, and I already said enjoy.
Does he have like this John Mayerish sound going on here? I don't know. Actually, who it is is Jeff Bird, and that is Silver Plated. Great song. Very, very nice. I will link it on the website, but you can find him on GarageBand. www.garageband.com. Check him out. Very cool stuff. But now, yes. Yes, it's inevitable. We must do this. You know the routine. And for those who this is your first show, you're about to figure out what the routine is. Because after our first music break, we get launched, thrown as if propelled into... Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff, it's The View from the Barn with your host... Big V, Big V, Big V, Big V, Big V. I see people running around with these names. I don't know how they got them there. Like, names with things, umlauts and pound signs and accents and little round dot, a, a, a circle, then. I'm like, okay, I mean, I guess if you're a programmer, you can figure this stuff out. I, I, I don't know. I mean, how do they do that? I mean, and so there was somebody that was trying to join the guild today. You know, she has an alt in the guild, and she just moved her, moved her main over to our server, which, hey, wow. I mean, how cool is that? It's really kind of boggles the mind, but hey, rock on. Soon it will be, it will not be the, the Majoran server, it'll be the For the Horde server. <laughs> <laughs> we are controlling the bandwidth. We control the drops. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, we control the drops, and we control whether we're going to resist your stuns or not. <laughs> anyway, she gives me, you know, she whispers me and said, "Hey, hey, Big V," and I'm looking at the whisper from somebody that I, I don't know, and they know me, which is still a little, um, still a little unsettling at times. Because <laughs> you see it, and it's like, "Who are? Yeah, don't know you." Did we pug uh, like a real long time ago? Because I don't do that anymore. Um, hey, you know, and yeah. You know, parenthetically a question mark in my head and she says hey and so and so I'm like oh yeah you know she's one of our listeners and uh, I'm like yeah cool yeah well, I know who you are great so I said hey you want an invite yeah sure so I type in her name bang not found not found looked at her name again and it's got a symbol and okay yeah I don't know I'm, I'm a marginal computer person. I mean, yeah, I remember how to do DOS commands and stuff like that. So, I mean, I've been around for a little bit. But I'm not a programmer. I'm not really a, a computer guy, so to speak. I mean, I can get around. I know kind of, I, mean, I know what to do. I'm very literate in that and all. You ever notice that, you know, the people who... only people who say things about being computer literate are the people who just kind of became computer literate. <laughs> anyway, they always have to qualify that. So I'm looking here, I'm like, okay, how do I make the little Stargate symbols? You know, how do I do this? And I'm sitting here, and I know that, you know, on the other end, you know, she's patiently waiting because I know this member, and she's I mean, really, really cool, really a lot of fun. But I'm sitting there going, okay, damn, how do I do this? Uh... Typing in a whisper. Um, how do you do that? Because I can't do 
that, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, just I, I totally deflate. I'm like, I, I, I can't do this. Would you give me a hand, please? I'm just not knowledgeable. You mean I've got to train that weapon? Mm, you know, I mean, <laughs> so she says, oh, yeah, alt, and then several things. I'm like, okay, I'll try that. So I tried, and damn, didn't work. Okay, so I'm I'm futzing around with it. She's waiting patiently, doing her quests wherever she was, etc. So I'm you know, tapping around in a little purple whisper back to her. Um, you gonna be back on tonight? Um, uh, and I get the whisper. Right? Yeah, I'll, I'll do some low level quests in the Barrens. Okay, well I'm gonna get with Annie Ed, and we'll get you in. I just don't know how to do this. I've got to go. I'm gonna work. Oh, we'll we'll do this you know, tonight. Sitting there thinking, boy, I feel inadequate. Because I know there are people with like cool little symbols and what are you doing? You're writing Swedish. It's great. That would look really cool on some characters, but I can't do it. All I get, all, yeah, all I can do, randomize. That's it. That's all I got. Randomize. So anyway, there's that. So yeah, all that said, I don't know how to do that. I'd like to know how to do that, and uh, I, I just don't know. <laughs> so um, she's so, never getting it. <laughs> so you know what I mean. Yeah, I hope we can get our main in, because it's like level 50-something. Oh, I cool. mean, can't remember what class, but doggone, I looked at the number. Who cares? Like, yeah, who cares? Endgame. Endgame, uh, endgame. Level 50, yes. I mean, hey, you know, we're really like, oh, endgame. Oh. I mean, we turn oh. a Chester or something. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Just needs a little raincoat. And some watches to sell. Yeah, really. <laughs> so, anyway, I've, um, uh, this is um, totally off uh, the topic of that, but I, I think uh, <laughs> that was just one of those stories that's got no seg- no no room for a segue anywhere. I um, don't remember if I mentioned this on uh, our last show or not, but got rid of my alts. Yeah, actually, I think I did mention it. Yeah, I, I mugged them. And, you mugged them, yeah. I mugged them and sent the gold... Uh, to the cow. But I have since created another. I have created a Madge. Because, you know, when we were bouncing around out there with the uh, in, in the square off with the uh, my little gnome that I had there, which still kind of get a twitch when I think about playing a gnome, but <laughs> I went ahead and rolled the proper Madge. It is a blood elf. Because yeah, I really wanted to do an undead, but I thought, you know, I just don't I can't go through, you know, Terrace Fall again. It's like, for the same reason that I can't do an orc. I gotta go save that guy outside of Durator one more time. So, I got myself Blood Elf Madge. And I'll tell you, having a great time with it. Uh, it's female, because I guess, really, you know, with Blood Elves, it really doesn't matter. Go ahead, I'm waiting. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> I should talk. I have, all my characters are guys, except for my main. Yeah, There's a the, reason for that, that I do it, though. But yeah. I'm curious. I, you know, I, actually, I'm, I'm going to get to your curiosity here in a minute, because I've got an answer for you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we've talked about this one before. So, yeah, I've, um, I mean, my, my alt really looks like Tammy Wynette. Uh, <laughs> I mean, very much a whole stand-by-your-man kind of thing. I mean, she's got this hair. I mean, it's just, it, the only way I can describe it is just big. It is just some big damn hair with, uh, like, a big old barrette-looking thing there. And I am hurling fiery spells, and I am making water and bread and having to consume water and bread <laughs> quite frequently because, yeah, imagine, I mean, maybe the way that I'm playing it, 
And I think that's got to be, you know, that's something to do with it. But not the most mana efficient characters out there. <laughs> um, no. I mean, I can kill them before they get to me, but yeah, I gotta sit down and uh, you know, lick her up there in between pulls. Yeah, she has gotten hit on a couple of times. She has. Yeah, and <laughs> I, and really, I I want to. Part of me just wants to play along. Look, like, you know what? I, I know you're like 14, and you think it's it's cool to mack on another character, but really. I'm a really unattractive guy with a beard. I'm not what you're. I, I'm not what you're seeing on screen. Not at all. No, no, no. Seriously, it's like, dude, if you just knew. And I just don't have the heart. I mean, I can't even string them along. I, I just can't do it. So I just type ignore and uh, be done. With it. <laughs> you know, Aww. walking past walking past the Azeroth construction workers. You know. Well, that's the reason why I don't like playing. I mean, unless you're an undead or a troll, because and probably a tauren, um, you really don't get hit on. No, but you know the thing with the tauren is, one of a, actually one of our uh, listeners wrote in about this, uh, in one of his emails, kind of early on, uh, early on in the show. There is a uh, there's kind of a lack of tauren pride out there. When you look at names, they're the only ones who pokes fun at themselves. Oh, I don't know. And you've, usually I've there's some it. there's something about beef in the name. You know, two all beef patties. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, from the special sauce guild. You know, but yeah, really kind of self-deprecating humor there that just doesn't quite befit you know the bovine majesty that are the Tarin. They don't. I mean, am I really going to be afraid of two all-beef patties? No, no. I'm going to get hungry, but I'm not going to be afraid. Not until he you know, cleaves my head in two, because they are the strongest <laughs> character in the game. They are the strongest race in the game. Uh, at least the warriors are, I think. Your best warriors are. The only like really serious warriors I've seen are Tauren. Yeah, and... <laughs> Orcs pick- follow up second. Yeah, and the uh, there's a problem with that. The the class, uh, not the class, but the race as a whole. You uh, apparently this has been problematic uh, because I've heard when we're in instances, hey, there's a cow butt in my way. Well- Could you quit moving around? All I can see is cow butt. <laughs> And I'll go. Sorry, let me walk in. Let me walk this guy over here. It is if true I lose any, if I lose any aggro, bring him back for me. Uh, and you know, when you're up against the wall, I mean, the, when you're in these instances, you know, the camera angles get kind of wonky. And particularly if you're that high up. Okay, for instance, Sunken Temple. No, let us not go there. <laughs> <laughs> Sunken Temple, there's crap hanging off the ceiling, off the walls, and all you can see is that crap. You are going, okay, can't see what I'm about to attack. Oh, hell, here they come. Matter anyway. The, uh, yeah, the big snake came and got me. Yeah, I don't even remember where I was going with that, but um, there we go. Not a lot of Tauren pride in naming. Well, here's a question. All right, well, hit me. This, you say oh, there's not a lot of Tauren pride, so what? What would you like to see a Torrent called? Okay, I have a real, I have a problem with naming. With naming, first of all, it's kind of like the Rolling Stones. All the good names are gone. I don't know. I mean, usually I wind up hitting randomize a lot, just just because I can't find anything. Uh, now, I, I generally in naming, I'll, I usually keep it, try to keep it short, or at least something that can be abbreviated and you know not announced to the rest of the server that I'm a moron. Because you know you get these things that are ten feet long, these names that are ten feet long and sound very you know valorous and heroic and etc. 
but you know really it's uh by the time you get that typed in you know the mob's already killed you somebody tries to warn you no it takes 30 minutes to type your name and yeah you've already gotten back from the spirit healer so i I really don't know what i'd like to see him named but just not something that has to do with livestock i I have many how many uh do you see that are named rotting flesh sacco bones actually i did see something very similar to sacco bones recently oh yeah yeah uh i forgot what it was though but it was he just reminded me it was an undead and they were called something in, in that vein mm-hmm. of, of that which i kind of thought was bag of bones i think bag of bones okay i think it was bag of bones well yeah and really i'm okay with some of that if it's clever but if it's not clever, it's just kind of, you know, pandering to the uh, fast food chains of the world. And I'm, I'm not so much a fan of that. I, I don't know what I would like to see him named, but, you know, I, Bob. Bob works. Just name him Bob. A Torah named Bob. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. You know, that was funny in my head for some reason, and I got no witty, I got no witty retort. So yeah, and you know what? You would think that you know I've played my alt, you know, up to I, I think I'm twenty. I, I think I hit twenty one now, and I've got a uh, I got a new respect for the clothies here. Not that I didn't have respect for them to begin with, but you know, I just I like to uh, make sport of the fact that their armor is six and mine is six hundred and seventy something. So I mean, here I am, I'm bouncing around with a fiery spell and. And, you know, a stick. And I'm dabbing a ball. I wish my, sh- my my sheep lasted a little longer. Of course, by the time it gets longer, I don't have to kill stuff that's that otherwise. I mean, it's going to be, I think it's still going to be proportionally short. You know, I'll be able to just get the guy down, maybe have a, just a you know, sliver of mana left and puff of smoke. Here comes the troll. Well, I'll tell you, sheep is really important in a, in a, in a race. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing how it would be. Really, I, it's a nice change of pace, really. Uh, and I've been playing I've been playing the old pretty hard here lately. Um, the cow's kind of been in the barn for a bit, just because hellfire pretty a little suck the life out of you. But yeah, I mean, really flogging the alt here. And, you know, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I needed a change of pace. Um, the rest of my alt sucked. I couldn't really get my head around, you know, the shaman. I tried the druid and well I had a druid laying around and I just couldn't make it work gotten him up to 22 23 I guess and I had to mug him and get rid of him because uh, I just I, I don't know whether it was the class or the barons actually I think it was probably the uh, the kinship they share with the night elves that's probably part of it you know, we got a lot, we got a lot of new folks in the guild, and I'm just thrilled to see them there. They've all been you know, the ones that I've seen so far have been you know witty, engaging, well mannered, and really got the sense of humor, which is important. really important. Kind of attracting. You know, they're they're the kind of people you want to you want to group with because you know you don't have you know the, the high you know the high testosterone. What do you mean you made us white? Yeah, you damn bitch. I mean, nothing like that. I mean, it's just like, oh, okay, well, we hadn't done a lot of group stuff or rage yet, but, you know, there's nobody that's joined up that I would say, mm, I don't want to raid with these folks. No, everybody's been pretty, everybody's been really cool. Yeah, having said that, I thought, hey, throw another alt, start from the beginning, it'll give you a chance to see what that whole 20 to 60 thing is that you totally just missed out on. So did I. I was 59 when it hit. Which means I was probably 58 and a half. You were, yeah, you were right behind. I was, so. I, I was right there. So I said, okay, well, let's see. Well, I've gotten up to 21, and we're about to you know, kick it into high gear and see. But 
wanted to have you know somebody that was proportional to other folks that were coming in because we had people come over from you know other servers and say hey we just roll just roll the tune here and we'll join up okay we'll rock on let's go wanted to have something that i could go out and play with these folks with same thing with the, the rogue which i am enjoying the hell out of the yeah i was going to ask you about that you know what how are you finding the rogue oh i'm enjoying him he is so much fun it's sneakiness i think yeah, I and I'll tell you, they that's that's an aggressive stealth stance that you got there. I mean, I I saw you drop down into that. I was like, oh my god! Now for everybody who wasn't you know doing this with us, let me just set the stage. All right, we have our uh, insane bot priest and one of her seventy-two alls. Presently, an insane bot rogue. <laughs> She's an insane bot rogue now. So, there we were, and Ghostlands, which is, I'm not sure what's more depressing, Tears Fall Glades or Ghostlands. I mean, it's go- the same flavor. Yeah, it does. I've got this quest to do. I gotta go kill somebody and get their head. We get together, so we group. We have two rogues and a madge. Okay, now, I'm not quite to the point yet where I've got a lot of instant bam. I've got to I got to wind up a little bit. So here we are. We're all we're we're bouncing into death. Well, I, I'm bouncing. They're sneaking. And the thing that goes through my head is, guys, they can see me. Big red hair right here, and <laughs> look, big shiny headpiece. They can see me. Up. Oh, too late. You got y'all started attacking stuff, and by the time I could wind up, thing was dead. I mean, the you know, monster was down. Like. <laughs> Yeah, you need to have a target. I did have a target. (laughs) Damn thing was alive when I started. I mean, yeah, I know I'm, you know, a hundred yards away from it, but, you know, that's one of the joys of being Madge. (laughs) Sheep making your own um, comestibles and doing damage from a long way off. Trade-off to that takes you an hour and a half to cast a spell. Here I am. I see. Uh, I see y'all sneak over to him. I, I learned about halfway. When y'all got halfway to him, that's when I needed to start casting. Cause soon there was gonna be unstealthed, roguely badness just kind of happening all at once with leaps and spinning about and all <laughs> yeah. sorts of dramatic, you know, sound effects. And here, here I was gonna be twiddling my thumbs over a little butane flame. I'm having a hard time with my spec, though. Anybody's got any good ideas about that? I'd love to hear about them. You can obviously send it to the bad news email. Um, <laughs> we don't like this email address, which is <laughs> biggestv at gmail.com. Thanks very much, Annie Ed. <laughs> Just so you'll know, I haven't gotten anything. We rock. No. Uh, that said, we here at For the Horde Radio never claim to be perfect or omniscient. And we're all about the uh, constructive criticism here. There are those out there who think that um, apparently we are yahoos. We got a review on iTunes. Now, all of you who have written in and given us uh, you know, given us any kind of feedback on our podcast and, and the reviews on iTunes, I mean, it's just awesome. We love that you do that. I mean, there's been some constructive stuff in there. I mean, somebody pointed out <laughs> some facts are false, but nine times out of ten, Annie Ed fixes them. Okay, cool. We can all go along with that. That's that's fine. But there was this one guy on there, and his name it was uh, Salk. S-O-L-K. Who, uh, I'm just going to read it off to here. Um, it says, don't waste your time, one star. Now, one thing we kind of pride ourselves on here at For the Horde Radio is that our listeners 
totally kick ass. That's very true. I mean, and really just unabashedly rock. You guys are just erudite, witty, and you take this game in, you take this game, not only this game, but this podcast in uh, the spirit that it's supposed it's to meant. be taken, I think, right. you know. And not only that, you guys follow directions. If you go to our uh, website, it's very clear what we're aiming at, what we're aiming at here. If you want tips, tricks, strategies, etc., this isn't a place for you. You need to go look somewhere else. We're here to talk about the rest of the stuff. The stuff for us mortals. Give you a little, little bit of Salk's love here. This is a podcast more about the podcaster's personal pet peeves about the game than Horde gameplay. It was nearly impossible for me to listen to the two episodes I endured, which consisted of nothing but non-stop nasally whining pertaining to the game. I'm Horde all the way. Horde doesn't whine. We win. Don't waste your time. You know, Horde don't whine, but Horde also looks at the website. Reads the and reads and reads the fine print. I, I took the time to read what uh, read the uh, other review that this guy wrote about another podcast. It was a waste in so many ways. Oh my God, how dramatic! I mean, that was almost in black and white. Let's see. You can tell this guy plays a lot because he meant, said something about I'm hoping it's meant to be satirical, but he wrote satirical. Now, I t- please, I'm not the grammar police out there. I mean, I do want you to spell some words every now. Don't hit me up with polls. No, no polls. But he 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 wrote that instead of being satirical, it's satirical, like the satyrs that you would kill out in what was it, Desolace? So I'm just thinking, oh my god, is it? I couldn't even listen to a full episode, and I tried hard. And this was um, it was a podcast on category was philosophy. So at least we know that Salk is well rounded. He just doesn't pay attention, you know. And I got no, I, I don't know about you, but I got no problem with constructive criticism. But you know what? It's sort of like taking that test that says read these instructions first, answer question 47 and turn it in and you know half the people in the class take the whole thing that's kind of this guy all that said we love you guys we think you rock you totally kick ass and we love to hear from you and thank you for reading the directions (laughs) and that was bob the torin and happy fun time radio no it wasn't that was big v and view from the barn and we thank Big V for doing that for us. That's right. Love is in the air. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, enough of that. But it is. It's coming. It, it's here, pretty much. Nearly. That's right. It's the event. Love is in the air. But before we talk about that, let us touch briefly upon the event that is coming. And probably by the time you hear this has already happened. The Lunar Festival. Also a cool event in World of Warcraft this month. But I gotta say, I'm a little confused. Now, I have missed both of these events last year. 
Last year, I was on my sabbatical, enjoying myself. No, uh, actually, I was taking a very much needed break from World of Warcraft, which I think everyone kind of does now and again. You just need to kind of step away for a little while, and, and then you come back and go, oh, yeah, this was fun. And that's what I was doing. I was on sabbatical, so I missed both of these events last year. I was present for them the year before, and both were kind of cool. But here's the thing I don't quite get this year. The Lunar Festival, which is up first, begins February 5th. It's running through February 23rd. That's two and a half weeks for this event. And if memory is serving correctly, basically there's a couple of quests. Uh, I don't think I did very many of them because when it hit, the two years ago when it hit, I, I don't think I was big enough to do some of like the instance or big boss quest. I forgot, honestly, memory very, very fuzzy on this, but... I remember it kind of being, you know, it was fun, it was cool. You'd go to Moonglade, and you'd check out fireworks, and yeah, you'd do some quests, and you'd get some stuff. And that's it. Two and a half weeks for this event. Okay, fine. But here's what I don't get. The Love's in the Air quest uh, event. First off, can do we all think that Blizzard lost it when they named this event? Because other events pertaining to holidays... They've come up with another name. You've got, you know, Hollow's End for Hall- Halloween. Winter Vale for, for the C word, which we can't say. <laughs> he, you know, Lunar Festival, Harvest Festival, Brewfest, all of them. And then they come up with the Valentine's Day one. And does anyone think they were stumped? Does anyone else think they were really stumped for a name? And just, like, you know, you can imagine, like, them all sitting around a conference table going, what do we call it? Uh, Love Day, uh... No, wait, the Simpsons will sue us if we do that. Uh, um, uh, uh, Love is in the Air. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that dumb song from way back when. Yeah, we'll call it that. What a weird name. Anyway, but in my uh, little horrid, humble view, the Love is in the Air event is far more fun than the Lunar one. I, oh, I, I remember this being just a blast. And if you haven't experienced it before, I think you're going to have a good time with it. My issue with it is it's only running like four days, five days on a weekday, not even over like a weekend. There's some conflicting information on the actual website. If you look at the main calendar, it says February 10th through 15th. If you click on it to find out like more about it, it says February 11th through 15th. I hope it's the 10th, at least that gives us a Sunday. Because most of us, I'm sure a good percentage of us, are in school, at work, etc. And most of us, I think, aren't on during daytime hours. Some I'm sure are, but I think for the most part, a lot of folks aren't. I know I'm not. And to run it during a mere, you know, four or five days, and by the way, cancel out Tuesday, because that's Blizzard's happy patch day. <laughs> Why don't they have an event called that Happy Patch Day? That's their day to do whatever maintenance, this, that. They shut the servers down for eight plus hours. So give it up for Tuesday. Now, in my opinion, this event, as I said, is is really fun and cool. But it takes a little bit. It takes a little bit of time. Now, for those of you, don't want to ruin it for you, but I'm going to give you kind of a, a brief overview from what I remember you go to probably a vendor, probably the innkeepers, and you get cologne or perfume. How cute. 
you splash it on, O'Day Azeroth, and you go out. And it allows you to see, I think, little hearts over guards and citizens and, and all of this. And you go up to this person and go, hey, how you doing? And if they are moved by your whatever it is they're moved by, if they're moved or whatever, if they think you're just some kind of sexy, hot-looking whatever you are, uh, they will give you something. I forgot what they give you. They give you a box, and in the box, there's stuff. Yeah, here's a box of candy, here's this. What you're aiming for, though, of course, are friendship bracelets. Here's why. Because if you slide up to one of these NPCs and go, Hi, how are you? Check me out. Can you imagine the Blood Elves with us this year? This is a, uh, no, I'm sorry. This is the second year with the Blood Elves. I missed it last year. They're, they're going to be the GQs. I'm, I'm curious, as, a, as just an aside from this event, as I explain, if, like, Blood Elves get more stuff just because of how they are. Because they're just naturally like, hey, how you doing? So I'm wondering if they get more stuff just in general. Be curious to find out. Anyway, like versus everyone else on the Horde side, you know, trolls, orcs, undead. But the Blood Elves slide in and go, hi, oh, this is a bag of bones. Never mind you. Anyway, you do that. If you do that and the NPC is not moved by your, by you, you get a broken heart. It is a debuff. Which means you cannot slide up to somebody else for an hour. You can't go shimmying over to another NPC for an hour. Well, you can. They're just going to go, be gone. You have a broken heart. You're making me depressed. And the broken heart will stay unless someone else, now not you, you can't debuff yourself. Someone else has to give you or use a friendship bracelet to remove your broken heart. Once that happens, you can go and do it all over again. And I think the object of this, other than it's just a lot of fun, the object of this, you collect part of the gift package has a certain type of quest item for that city. And when you get enough of them put together, it becomes, if you think back to like, oh my goodness, what was it? Remember Splinter Tree Post, remember Stranglethorn Vale, and the chapters you have to collect and you bundle them up. Remember that? This is very similar to that, only you don't have to like kill things for it. They just kind of hand them to you and you get enough and you wrap them together and you turn them in. And you do it for each city and I think, you know, you get XP, you get rep. And if they have it, I think where if you... You know, it would be more, make more sense if I just looked at this on the website and, like, read it. But, nah, it's more fun to go from patchy memory. Far more fun to just kind of go, hmm, I think I remember this. I'm probably totally wrong. But you turn them in, and then you could like, vote for your favorite city leader on your side kind of thing. And if that happens, if you're, or whatever city leader wins, you get the, <laughs> the goblin with the wing. What the heck did they call him? Kiwi or something? He hangs around, and I don't know what he does. I think he gives you a buff if you flirt with him or wave or whatever the heck you do to it, you know. Hi, and he gives you a buff. So he hangs out for another week, uh, the city leader who wins in that city. And all in all, it's just really fun. 
I always, I, I remember when it came out, it was fun. And of course, yes, there are quests involved. I know there's one, and trust me, this is not a spoiler because, again, my memory is so bad with this, I can't quite remember what you had to do. But this was uh, just to tell you a little story about my doings with this particular, I almost called it Valentine's, but no, it's Love is in the Air with this quest. I forgot you had to do something where you had to get a bracelet or a thing or God knows what. You had to get something and then you had to hightail it up into the mountains by Torn Mill. And up uh, the, the rogue place, Ravenhurst or whatever it's called, somewhere around there in the mountains, you had to bring this object to a guy hanging out there with a cauldron because, well, that's often where I like to hang out. And when you get there, you put this trinket or whatever in and it summons the spirit of his lost love. Now, when I did this, I basically found where it was because it was like, you know, a tour. I just followed everybody. And there was a lion and horde all kind of climbing up this mountain because everyone had done their quest, so we're going to turn it in. Everyone's going at the same time. And I think, you know, a couple folks were in group, you know, two, you know, two people, three people. Some were solo like I was, but we all kind of go in at the same time. Hey, you know, everyone's turning their quest in. So everyone's dropping this trinket in this cauldron, I think. And thus the spirit appears and you hear this long, lamenting, pitiful, heartbreaking tale about this lost love. And the NPC that you did the quest for is weeping and, you know, ripping his shirt and it was so pathetic and sad that it was almost on cue someone almost cued us all at the same time now keep in mind we all just kind of staggered up there to turn this in you have alliance and horde all together you know in our little groups or by ourselves we all start at the same time like crying you know as this tale is going on and it was like somebody cued us all everyone started doing it you know, leaning on each other's shoulders and weeping and <laughs> it was really funny <laughs> it was really a fun moment that for a brief shining moment you know everyone got along and everyone got the joke and it was it was actually really cool and i think your reward for going through this was you know you can have this dress or this suit or something and it was my my hunter who is a female troll as i've mentioned she don't look right in a dress, okay? Because um, I got the dress, and I tried it on, and went, oh, no. Oh, no. She don't look right in a dress, okay? Not this dress. I mean, this is, like, really low cut and low back, and it's like... And all you see, of course, is her big blue feet sticking out from under it. It really didn't work. Uh, maybe some other female trolls it'll work for. It didn't work for mine. Probably because she's a hunter, and I'm used to seeing her. She's not in the robes. Like, you know, the mages and the warlocks and the priests. She's not in robes. She's in pants and boots. And I'm used to seeing her that way. So seeing her in this dress was disturbing. With the big blue feet sticking out. You know, all three toes. Because you know, <laughs> trolls and tauren aren't allowed to have bottoms on their feet. I don't know what it is. We are forbidden to have anything on our feet, which means our feet are really cold. But anyway, sidetracked. Those are the two big events coming up or probably taking place by the time you hear this show. So, very cool stuff because they're they're fun. The events in Blizzard are always fun. They do know how to do that right. But I just, I'm slightly, I don't remember it being so short last time. I do not remember the, the love is in the air being four or five days. I thought it was at least a week and I know it was on a weekend because what do you think I was doing that weekend? <laughs> five days on a week, on a, on a weekday. Oh. 
And yet the other events, you know, eight years long. <laughs> We're going to have the Lunar Festival forever. And in my opinion, the Lunar Festival, there wasn't nearly as much to do. Now, I could be wrong because, again, uh, when I experienced this, I just may have been too small to do a lot of the quests. Some of these quests, especially the events, you, you know, if you're not a higher level, you don't even try it because you're going to get your ass handed to you. So it may have just been that. I don't, I'm, I'm looking forward to finding out. And I hope you are too, because uh, I, they're a lot of fun. I love the Blizzard events. They're always a blast. They always have great senses of humor with what they do. A lot of people, I think, miss that because they're just like, yeah, 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 give me my thing. Oh, oh, good. I was successful in, in flirting with you. Give me my package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they miss, because they don't read it, what the NPCs are actually saying. And a lot of the times, there is a ton of humor buried in the text. So if you go too fast, you're going to miss it. Don't miss it because it's a, a ton of fun. And I hope you enjoy it. But I am curious to know if Blood Elves like slide in better than other horde races. I'm really curious. I'm going to have to do an exp I have a Blood Elf, so I'll have to give him a try and see if he gets less broken hearts than my troll. We will see. But anyway, we hope you enjoy that and let us know your uh, doings with those two events in emails or otherwise and let us know how it works out for you. And keeping with this tradition of, of the Valentines. And I hope your real Valentines is very nice, too. I hope you all even... And, and I know there's probably going to be within the next oh, week or so before Valentines comes out a buttload of articles, events, talk shows, and anything else about being single on Valentines. You know what? Get yourself some chocolate. Enjoy yourself. You don't need a couple, you know, for that. Enjoy yourself. Treat yourself. Consider it your day because that's what I'm going to do, get some chocolate. Anyway, we have a special, special song that we're going to play for you in keeping with this theme, and uh, we hope you enjoy. Code monkey, get up, get coffee. Code monkey, go to job. Code monkey, have boring meeting with boring manager Rob. Rob say code monkey, very diligent, but his output stink. His code not functional or elegant. What do Code Monkey think? Code Monkey think maybe manager wanna write goddamn login page himself. Code Monkey not say it out loud. Code Monkey not crazy, just proud. Code Monkey likes Fritos. Code Monkey likes Dallas Mountain Dew. Code Monkey very simple man with big warm fuzzy secret heart. Code Monkey like. Monkey have long walk back to cubicle. He sit down, pretend to work. Good monkey not thinking so straight. Good monkey not feeling so great. Good monkey like Fritos. Good monkey like Tavern Mountain Dew. Good monkey very simple man. Big warm fuzzy secret heart. Good monkey like you. 
I wanted to do Skull Crusher Mountain, but everyone does Skull Crusher Mountain. I thought Code Monkey needed a little airtime going here, so there you go. Well, where to begin in our final segment? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I have got I've got so many things to talk about since last we left you. And it wasn't that long ago. We've got stories, we've got shout-outs, we've got call-outs, we've got links, we've got news, we've got it all here at For the Horde Radio. Wow. So we're going to try to keep this on some kind of uh, schedule as we continue, and hopefully we don't miss anybody and uh, we, we get through it all. Going to talk about a couple of links. A couple of folks have sent me some really cool links, and I just want to share them with you. All of these, by the way, are going to be up on our website. Check out the website, for those who don't know it, is www.forthehorderadio.com. They'll all be up there because some of these sites have a lot of, like, zeros and U's, and they just keep going. Really hard to read out the address to you because they're just so freaking long. But one in particular we're going to talk about is actually one Big V found. It's called Hammer of Grammar. That is the actual website, hammerofgrammar.com. For those of you who may have checked out Flintlock back in the day, Flintlock was a cartoon strip done by a guy. It was a lions, but not all lions. And what he would do is take still shots, like screenshots in-game, and through some clever photoshopping, he'd put up little talk bubbles and stuff. They were brilliant. He finally stopped after two years. I think he just kind of got tired of it. Well, for those who had withdrawal, like I did, there is this new site, Hammer of Grammar, same kind of style, still shots from the game, screenshots, and whoever does this, they are just funny and brilliant. Now, from what I read, there there's a delay, because if you look like the last one was done in September or something, and from what I've read, the person who does these kind of had some personal issues that they're kind of wrapping up, but they are still working on it. But check them out if you haven't. Hammerofgrammar.com. Oh my God, hysterical stuff. Great stuff. Go take a look. The other site we're going to mention, and actually I can't even mention it because it's not even a site. However, what it is, this came to us from our insane alt-leveling priest. And you know what? I'm going to give you her name because she did send this in. And this is the area where we we do names. So instead of just calling her insane alt-leveling priest, we will now say she is our insane alt-leveling priest, Kenny, who sent in. It's actually one of the cartoons from World of Warcraft. They, everyone, you know, they do cartoons. They submit, etc., etc. This was one done. I can't tell you the site because it's it's one of those web addresses but we're gonna link it it's hysterical i got i'm just gonna tell you these two things because i don't want to ruin it gnomes and pink bunny suits 
keep those two things in mind. Check out the website. We'll link it on there for a good little chuckle. Great site. Thank you so much, Candy, for, for sharing that because I laughed. And this is a great site that was linked to us from Rifkin, which we got some emails. And actually, he used the, the FTH radio call-in line. So we even have phone calls from Rifkin that we're going to play for you a little later on. But since we're talking about sites, great site. This is for a mage. This one is a video kind of about mage. Now, granted, I don't know what it is. It's a gnome that's doing the leveling. and But it really seemed really handy because they talk about talent points and you want the most damage. Put them here, put them here. This is how you do this. And they show you. It seemed really good for so those upcoming mages out there who want to take a look. Again, we're going to link it. If you have trouble, I had a little bit of trouble with this site, I will admit. I have trouble with the video Google sites, which is what this is. For some reason, if I click the link, it'll kind of put me in, this is what it did, it put me in limbo. Just a, a heads up and a FYI, if that happens when we link it and you can't get to it, my way around this was go to Google, the regular Google site, cut and paste the link, put it in, hit search, it'll bring up the video, you can watch it right there. That's how I got around. Because, yeah, I have trouble sometimes with the video, the Google videos. They don't always link right for me. I don't know why. But it's really cool, really informative. Check it out, all you upcoming managers. And even if you're not, if you just want to kind of see what happens. Because I watched this and went, damn, damn. Oh, my God. Mages, to be feared, was awesome. So take a take a look at those. So those, that, that we got past that easy part there first. Those are some of the sites we're going to link for you. And they're all really fun and good. Check them out. Second part we're getting into. I won't even say part. I don't know, even know what this is. It's just the next thing we're talking about. We have had so many folks come on over to the Mandaron server and join up on the Directionally Challenged Guild. And I, for one, am ecstatic and thrilled that you came over. And these are our listeners. Now, I'm a little hesitant about mentioning names because I'm a little scared. I'm going to miss somebody and I never want to miss anybody. But we're going to try. And if I miss you, I'm so, so sorry. I hope I don't. But we have got some great listeners and great folks who have come on over. So a shout out from me and from Directionally Challenged to Steve Caesar, Bojutsu, and Bone Grinder. Oh, by the way, it's kind of funny when he mentions that he's Bone Grinder and there are other listeners that are like, Bone Grinder? Oh, yeah, I've heard you. It's it's really cool because he has used the call in line. So it's it's slick. We've had a couple other folks kind of join. I will say we had like one or two other folks join. I know we had someone who called themselves FTH. They came on and then never came back. <laughs> I think I'm not sure if they were expecting what they were expecting. If it was like going to be like the podcast where it's all about it. It's like, no, it's just a regular guild and we're all doing our quests. And, you know, yeah, we can be a little chatty sometimes and sometimes not. Sometimes everyone's just kind of in a little calm mood and they're just doing their quests or they're grinding or whatever. And and people aren't really talkative sometimes. And other times we're very chatty. So it depends. But I think they were expecting, I don't know what, but they never came back. They probably just wanted to check us out. But 
to those who have come and stayed and have stayed. Thank you so much. We hope you're enjoying the Guild and we're really enjoying having you. So thank you, thank you so much for coming over. So that was just my own little personal shout out to you guys. And along the lines of shout outs, I would like to give a huge shout out myself and Big V from both of us. Shout outs to all of our iTunes reviewers who have wrote in such great reviews. So we're giving shout outs to Stratisfaction, Wow Londo, Jay, and our real big mystery iTunes reviewer. And, and they are more of a mystery than anyone because when it says like who the review, the review is by, and for me, it shows dot, dot, dot. Doesn't give a name, it just has dot dot dot. So, thank you very much, Secret Mystery iTunes reviewer, but I don't know what your name is because it won't show me. I hate iTunes. Anyway, thank you all so, so much because all you guys, uh, I think I missed uh, some of you on the last show, which I apologize for. I don't check iTunes except when I'm uploading a show. So, I was uploading the show and I went, ah, no, I missed some people. So, I'm here to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who has written in an iTunes review uh, in the positive about our show thank you so much because let me tell you some of these came after our bad review and i gotta admit i was uh i was a little bummed you know nobody likes a bad review and i, I was feeling a little bummed there uh, about having that and everyone's entitled to their opinion but it's like oh nobody likes having a bad review so i was a little on the underside and and then these started popping up and it made me feel all better so thank you so much all of you for writing in I have a story. Now, now keep in mind, something that happens when folks join the guild, they stop sending you emails and start telling you stuff in guild chat, which is kind of fun. There is one we are going to tell you about first. Interesting story we're going to mention. This is from Steve Caesar. And this is, I don't even know what you would call this. It's a call out, but is it an undercover alliance? No, I think this is just a really strange player. Here's the story. The story is our friend Steve Caesar was out pugging a group. He was out pugging a group because he's brave. And I don't like pugs. I've mentioned this. But he was brave and went out pugging a group. And I believe they were going to... Oh, shoot. I forgot the name. Nomagon, I think. Uh, It's early level, you know, like late 20s, early 30s kind of place with all the gnomes that personally you couldn't get me back in there if you paid me. Uh Uh-uh. I don't care what's in there. I don't care. XP, loot, I don't care. No, unless I can go in there with my my level 70 hunter and lay waste to the whole place, no. But he went in with a group. And apparently, now I don't remember this, but then again, I have blocked a lot of this instance out of my memory. He went in and there are some NPCs, some citizens or peasants or something like that, that if you hit them, uh, you, and if you fight them, you get flagged, which apparently happened which our bud, Steve Caesar, owned up to. He owned up and said, my fault, sorry, I didn't mean to. Hey, you know what? In in those kind of things, stuff happens, okay? Now, most people would be kind of like, oh man, now we're flagged. And that would be about the end of it. I mean, because the damn thing is going to go away in five, ten minutes anyway. But one particular person in this group did not do that. One particular person in this group took it upon themselves to bash, intimidate, yell at, and swear 
at our friend Steve Caesar and go on and on and just rip him a new a-hole, basically. Just really outraged that this would happen. And doing what I would have done, and which I'm sure a lot of you would have done, our friend Steve Caesar left the group. I would have done the same. It's like, I don't need to take this. Hey, it's a mistake. If it offends you that badly, I'll just leave. And he did. He left. Now, here's the creepy part. This person then proceeds to whisper to Steve Caesar and threatens him, saying, I'm part of a 300-plus member guild on this server. You see if you ever get a group again, I'm going to tell everyone that you, you know, beat up kittens and whatnot. Really, and apparently kept doing it for like a half hour. Kept doing this for a half hour on our guy, which is creepy. And he again apologized. Look, dude, sorry. You know, I didn't mean to get his flag, but I'm not going to sit here and listen to you either. Just would not stop harassing him until finally Steve Caesar put him on ignore. Now, I came in apparently right after this had all gone down and I was told the story and I checked out. I'm like, let's see how big a guild you are from. Well, I will say he's part of a big guild. Now, he was claiming to be the leader of this guild. That could be true. It's a huge guild. It, well, I don't want to, No, it's a, it's a good-sized guild. I'll give it that. It is a big one. And he's claiming to be the leader. Okay, that's possible. And you started an alt. My question is, if you are part of a huge guild, and you are the leader of that huge guild, why are you pugging a group? Why are you pugging a group? Don't you have other members of your guild who wouldn't... Other 70s who wouldn't walk you through this? Or, I'm sure, they, you have lower level players who would be more than happy, especially if you're the guild leader, to tag along. Why are you pugging? That's the first question that kind of stuck out in my mind. But I'll tell you, if anyone runs into The Harvest, that's the person's name, The Harvest, on the Mandaron server, I warn you about pugging with this person. And, you know, I gotta say it, they are putting their guild, Enterprise E, in a really bad light because, to me, you think... It's like, is this how you treat all? Wow. It bothers me because I've seen this happen, and I think, I I would bet a lot of you have, where big guilds like this, members of big guilds like this, take it upon themselves to boss everyone else around. Like, oh, well, you're a little small guild. We don't have to treat you with anything like, oh, respect, common courtesy. I hate that. So, you know what? If these are the kind of players that Enterprise E are encouraging, if this is the kind of behavior they're encouraging, you, you can be as big as you want you're still a crap guild and the harvest you're an ass if i see him i'm gonna make sure i trip him what a jerk like harassing a player because you leave the group there's something wrong with you so just a little i don't know where that kind of i guess a call out but that was just i heard that was like that's disturbing that they like wouldn't stop that's harassment anyway so just my little opinion on that and now we have come to the time for reading of the emails. Yes, reading of the emails. We have a lot of emails. And I am so happy we do. Thank you, everyone. Before we begin, thank you to everyone who wrote in. And you all have great stories. Can I just say, you all have fabulous stories. I love them. We are going to get right to it right here, right now. This comes to us from Cozy, who is on the Scenarius server, who says, Hi, Auntie Ed and V. Love the show. Been with you guys for a while now. Have tried to post a review on iTunes, but with the screams of a newborn comes the loss of your coherent thought. 
dropped as an aside first. Congrats on your newborn, a new horde. Yes, big congrats to you and your wife on the newborn. Awesome. We continue. As for the topic at hand, I know very little about how private servers work, but I do understand the theory behind them. If people are solely playing on private servers, I can see how that would be considered shady and not altogether on the up and up. Even though they are in their own little world, they are not paying for a service that they are using, kind of like stealing cable. Having said that, being a paying customer myself, I can see the allure of a private server. Although no boss in Outland or Azeroth has been able to withstand the might of our guild, I am not a raider and have only done Kara a few times. Being a working stiff with a family does not afford me the time to raid as much as I would like, or at all for that matter. Being a huge fan of the lore associated with WoW, if given the opportunity to make myself all uber and run through all the raid instances, I would take it in a second just to be able to see the content. I would not go to the extreme of joining a private server. However, I can see how they could appeal to folks on a few different levels. If Blizz were to create its own private server where you could pay your $15 a month and geek yourself to the point of being able to solo the endgame content, I would gladly fork it over just to experience it firsthand. Okay, I was supposed to be cleaning out our fish tank during the time I wrote this letter, so I better sign off before I acquire wife outgrow. Thanks for all the great podcasts, and of course, for the horde. Thank you so much, Cozy, for sending that in. And you know, I gotta agree with you as far as if Blizzard put it out, totally different story. If Blizzard put out their own private server and said, hey, for $20 a month, you can go onto this private server, walk in as level 70, go see all the end, end game content. Yeah, I'd be there too. It's just the principle of it. The whole principle behind the private server is that, like you said, it's stealing cable. It's it's the same thing. But I am a huge fan. I would love, I, I me and I'm sure a lot of other folks were kind of in the same boat. Just life itself does not allow you enough time to play WoW and do raids. And however many times we would love to do it, you, you just can't. So if given the opportunity that was legit, yes, yes, I would. If Blizzard did it themselves, totally different story. But I thank you for writing in. And again, congrats on the new little member of the Horde. Thank you so much. Now we are getting, I told you earlier about Rifkin, who is a Blood Elf Hunter on the lane server. Well, before we get to his emails, we are going to let you hear from Rifkin himself. Hey, Auntie Ed. This is Tom. I sent you an email earlier this week. I had to roll an Alliance Gnome, and my friend's here with me right now, and he just had to show me something really, really cool. Basically, he took my little level 23 Gnome and took him underneath Stormwind, <laughs> and now my character is free-floating through the world of Warcraft, drifting as he like continues to fall through... Well, basically, I'm kind of drifting across all of Azeroth. I just passed Searing Gorge <laughs> and the Altar of Storms. So I'm just, like, getting all this Discovery XP. And I'm just waiting for a GM to come get me unstuck. I just thought you'd enjoy that story. Bye-bye. Hey, Auntie Ed. It's me again. I just wanted to let you know that uh, how uh, everything ended with the whole falling through the world thing. I guess my friend wanted to show me that there's this, like, neat little place underneath uh, Stormwind City with, like, a big, big-looking hole, and if you jump down it, you end up in the mage quarter over there, which is kind of funny, but instead, my little gnome just decided to fall through the entire world and keep falling and drifting through the world, but eventually bottomed out somewhere over by in the burning steeps, so I was able to hearthstone out there. 
you know, serves me right, you know, for, you know, listening to my friend, but, you know, what are we going to do? And maybe because he's a gnome, you know, they're cursed, you know, so instead of going to the mage quarter, it saw the gnome and just decided to keep falling and falling and falling. Anyway, have a good one. Bye-bye. So that is from Rifkin. He actually sent us an email last show, and I'm going to follow up uh, with an email he had sent to us about that story he just told, which goes, Hey there, Annie Ed. The story of me ending up floating underneath the world started the other day. I was questing when I found myself under attack in a town. A fireball hit me from above. Well, I look up, and there was a level one undead mage named Up Here Noob shooting me from the roof of the inn. How'd he get there? Well, I told my friend the level 70 human mage when he came over to check out how Bone Smoker was doing and general hanging out. He told me there was a technique to getting to places in the game you are not meant to called wall climbing or something like that. He then took my gnome and used this technique to get her under the city. It's not very interesting down there. Just flat land of tiled squares. Some players hang out down there to mess with people in town by shouting and nobody can find them. So down there under Stormwind is a big hole. Now the hole was supposed to warp players into the mage quarter. But WoW doesn't like gnomes, I guess. Down and down I fell, drifting across zones and unable to hearth or move until I hit rock bottom around the altar of storms. Hey, if there is a back door into Stormwind, we could totally get some hordies in there and taunt the alliance there. Ha! As an aside, I love that. Yes, I do. <laughs> and as I mentioned, Rifkin sent in that great link. Along with the link, he sent this brief email that says, uh, Still humming along on my little mage. That's one of those undercover horde. Just made level 36 the other night. The XP and quest boost is really helping along. Wanted to share this little gem with you I recently found. My good alliance friend showed me this helpful video for me, and I thought you'd get a kick out of it. I remember you mentioned in one podcast that you had difficulty using cloth-wearing classes. But give that video a watch and you'll be amazed. I was, and I am using this technique now for dealing with many mobs at once. You also at least get a good laugh at the prologue. Yes, you do. You get a huge laugh. It's, it's very cute. It's it's cute, to, and it's helpful, so it's very good. So thank you, Rifkin, so much for calling in and writing in and giving us links. Awesome. Thank you so much. And yes, Bone Smoker is his undercover horde na- uh, name there, but sh- we won't say anything. Because he is a, a blood elf hunter, so that's the important thing. You are Horde. Thank you so much for sending that in. That's great. Another email comes to us from Noro on the Exodar Realm, who says, Hello, I'm fairly new to WoW, about one month, and I've been listening to your podcast. I currently have a level 24 orc hunter on the Exodar Realm named Noro. I love your podcast and would like to create a new character on your server, hopefully to join your guild. You all seem to have a great time and a lot of fun, just what I'm looking for. Thank you and keep up the great work for the Horde. I don't think I've run into you, have I? I know I mentioned a couple of folks early on, and I hope you weren't like somebody I just missed. Uh, it's the, for anyone who cares, it's the, the Mandaron server, and the guild is directionally challenged. You can't miss us because we usually don't know where we're going. But we we we're a typical guild. Um, there's not a whole lot of bells and whistles happening. As I have told people, we're a casual player guild, very relaxed. We try to have fun together. And we take nothing seriously, especially ourselves. If you're interested in in joining up, we'd love to have you guys. 
Uh, we, our goal is Endgame. We actually have a goal, and it's Endgame. We're really looking forward to it. And the more people we get, the sooner we can get to it. But if you even just want to stop in and say hello, please do. We'd love to wave and say hi at you and uh, see how you're doing. So, hope that helps, and I hope I haven't missed you. Sorry, it's been a little hairy here. Trying to get this pod done after the upset from last week with my... Never mind what happened. But it was awful, and it was ugly, and, and sharp objects had to be hidden from me. So... We're just trying to get this this show done here. Get show 14 up and running. We have another email. This comes to us from Floyd, who is on the Far Strider server. It says, hey, I don't religiously play WoW, but my stepfather does. He was the winner of your episode 11 contest, Ogdrew. I have listened to him talk about this game 24-7. I don't mind, but he had me listen to some podcasts. And to tell you the truth, I can't stand anyone but you guys. You're great. Keep it up. I do listen to you guys religiously. You'll be happy to hear he, Ogdrew, ding 70 just last week. And his birthday is... Well, we're not going to tell you when his birthday was. I would appreciate it if you can give him a birthday something. Maybe a song. That's from Floyd on the Forest Rider server. Uh, thank you first for writing in. That's great. And thank you for giving us such high praise that we're the only pod you listen to about World of Warcraft. Thank you. There are actually quite a g- good number of pods out there. On There's so many out there on World of Warcraft. But thank you so much for listening. That is awesome. What I got to tell you is I find a little funny about this email is the fact that your stepdad is the one playing 24-7 and you're not. You're the one going, I have calculus. I don't want to play the game. No, I got to do math. I have science homework. I'm, I don't know what you do, but I just think it's kind of a, a little switch there. But that's awesome. Now, first, grats to Ogdrew on dinging 70. That is a huge step. And it is a little belated, but here you go. We do have something to wish you a belated happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Ogdrew. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, you warlock. Please don't fear me off a cliff. Big happy birthday to you, Ogdrew. And thank you, Floyd, for, for the insider information. Anything else you want to, like, spill over, it'd be great, too. Thank you. That's great. Thank you again so much for, for sharing that with us. Awesome. We have a very brief email. This is the briefest email I've ever gotten from anybody. This is from, and I know why, too, because this is from our insane off-leveling priest, Kenny, who says simply, I'm a clicker. This was in reference to the question we asked in the last show. Are you a clicker, or do you use like, you know, the keyboard more. And she mentioned she is a clicker. So thank you so much for sending that in. Because I'm a clicker as well. And I think, I don't know, I don't, really don't know how many people use the key bindings. I don't. But as you see, clickers are coming out and we're announcing it proudly. Thank you, Kenny, for sending that in. We have an email from Rudilia, who is on the Emerald Dream server. Hey, FTH Radio, I love the podcast. Big B cracks me up when you give him his segment from the barn. I loved hearing you two rolling gnomes and doing the same thing the Alliance does to us. Recently, I rolled a human pally because I acquired a guide and wanted to test it out. And even when I play Alliance, they still piss me off. Mostly because they're all five-year-olds who have never played WoW. Pisses me off to death to have to teach 
teach all this to every freaking warrior night elf who thinks he's a mage and can knead on cloth armor or open a chest in a group without rolling on it first. I swear they have no brains. Personally, I like to be annoying back, but seeing things first sometimes, that is a lot of fun. Anyway, I would like to make a call out to Pokemonis, a Draenei warrior on the Exodar server. A complete retard. That is the first call out. He sent in a second email, which I'm going to read to you now, saying, I have got a call out. Playing my human pally, which, by the way, I have discovered how much Blizzard favors the Alliance. But I digress. I was looking to do Scarlet Monastery, Graveyard, and had found a mage, which his name and guild I did catch. He wanted to duel me to see how overpowered a mage is, or something like that. Turns out he cannot beat me unless he takes away my abilities. He further tells me I cannot heal, get close to him, or use my devotion aura and blessing of might. He also instructs me to remove the priest buff I had on. It turns out a mage is overpowered when they rig a duel. I then tell him the duel was bull, and he struts around me. Later, we are going into the instance. We kill a guard outside, and a nice blue drops, and he instructs me he needs it for his rogue, when my weapon is clearly nowhere as good as the drop. He says he will give me a gold for passing on the roll, which I do, but no gold. At first, he offers one silver. While I wait for him to fix this deliberate <clears throat> mistake, he puts up one gold, then closes the window, kicks me from the group, and logs. Best part of the story is I come back later and see his corpse outside of the instance. Whisker of the Asmorok Shakes Guild, you are a no-good alliance. Any horde on the Exodar server, please kill him. And we put out that to anyone who would take that, please. Please kill Whisker on the Exodar server, please, because that is just a jerk. That is a total scum. A scum. A pig. Oh, God. Makes you nuts, doesn't it? Oh, I'm so sorry you had to put up with that. You know, should have known what the dueling thing. Yes, you stand there and I beat you up and I win. Ha ha ha. I'm overpowered. I'm better than you. What a scum. Total scum. I'm so sorry I had to put up with that. But we hope you're having a good time in either case. And, you know, next time somebody pulls that stunt, you you need it and kick them out. <laughs> what a jerk. Please kill this guy. We have another email. This comes to us. Well, I'm not really sure to tell you who it comes from yet. So I'm just going to read you the email and you can tell me. Here we go. Greetings, Auntie Ed. I wanted to write earlier, but waited until I finished episode 13. I recently discovered your podcast and have quickly devoured all of the episodes inside four days. Wow, I feel like I can melt the lions with my eyes now. Can I just say, good God, in four days? Oh my God. <laughs> I would be so sick of the sound of my own voice. I mean, I, I told you this. I am sick of the sound of my own voice by the time I'm done with editing and putting one of these together. I don't know how you did that, but thank you very much. You have a great podcast and I eagerly look forward to the next installment. Actually writing to tell you my story of my conversion to the Horde. I have been playing for about a year and a half and always ran Alliance. Sure, I may have dabbled in the Horde, but never got beyond the kindergarten areas. One month into my playing, I introduced my wife to the game, and she was quickly hooked. She and I both played Night Elves. Yes, I know how you and Big V feel about them. Our only redeeming trait was that we did not choose rogues. She was a druid, and I rolled a priest. We both became officers in our guild, played the game like good little Alliance sheep do. That lasted up until Christmas, excuse me, Winter Vale. At that time, the guild we were in floundered, and we were left without a place to call our own. Now, mind you, that my wife was level 70, and I was level 61. We both should 
should have been enjoying the game, but we weren't. The pearl had lost its luster. Days would go by without us playing, and when we did, it was mainly just to see if anything had changed. Sadly, it hadn't. My wife was even going to be canceling her WoW account. I talked her out of that, thankfully. Something had to change, and it had to change fast. I decided to cross the aisle and see how the other half lived. I rolled a Blood Elf Mage. Two great tastes that go so great together. And started playing it. And I mean, seriously playing it with an open mind. I couldn't believe how quickly I had dismissed the horde before. This was a new game. Sure, the quest had a familiar feel. How many different ways can Blizzard create for delivering a spellbook, letter, mug to an NPC, after all? But it wasn't just that. The players were different. I can tell you that my gold beggar experience has been cut down to 25% of what it was on the Alliance side. Almost Everyone I talk to is more mature and actually gets my Monty Python red dwarf jokes. And I've actually found a guild I enjoy being a part of. I was quickly hooked. I was a member of the Horde, and I was proud. But our story doesn't end there. I convinced my wife to give the Horde a try. She also rolled a Blood Elf Mage. And since we quest together, I killed my Blood Elf and rolled an Undead Warlock and joined my new guild. She noticed the exact same thing I did. This was not the cold, merciless horde we have been taught to fear. This was a warm and welcoming family. Sure, we were outnumbered on our server three to one. That doesn't matter. We were enjoying the game again. In fact, my wife recently told me that she is enjoying the game now more than she has for a very long time. We have both converted. Now we exclaim with pride for the horde. My conversion is so complete that I am actually in the process of selling off my night elf's belongings and I fear he may be suicidal evil grin. I heard him muttering something about jumping over a waterfall in Darnassus, but I can't be quite sure. I recently heard your thoughts about turning it around on gold beggars, and I felt I needed to share my method with your listeners. When I get someone who begs me for gold, I usually give one of two responses. One, loser. Can I have five gold pools? I really need a weapon. Me. Sure. I'd be glad to. But first, can you loan me ten gold? They usually shut up after that. Method two. Loser. Can I have five gold pulls? I really need a weapon. Me. You know, normally I would, but I'm afraid you just blow it on hookers and booze. This is when I'm feeling evil. I've never had anyone know what to say after this. Anyway, please keep up the good work. I am really enjoying your podcast. Tell us when you wish to have another FTH radio get-together, and I know I'll be there, and I'm pretty sure my wife will be too. If we can't make it to Stormwind, how about we raid Goldshire or Westshire? It seems to me that turnaround is fair play since the puny alliance are always raiding the crossroads. Our new guild's name is Alts Are Us and my wife's character is Nisa Moonfly for the Horde. What a great story. That came to us from Kanker, who is the undead warlock, or the night elf priest on Suicide Watch, which is Tree Stump, which I think is kind of cute. That is on the Echoes Isle server. Great, fabulous story about a turnaround. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that with us because that is awesome. That is great. I'm so glad you're having fun with the game again too because it is a fun game and it does matter who you play with because a good game can be shot to hell if you're playing with the wrong kind of people. So I'm so glad you found the home on the horde. Thank you so much for sending that in and uh, yes, we are working on hopefully having another get together shortly. Uh, We are going to roll horde this time. No, I can't do the alliance again. We're going to roll 
afford and I really want to go um, raid something. The bigger the target, the better, but we need a lot of folks. So probably next show we're going to be talking about this a lot more seriously and like getting stuff together because we figured out a couple of things. The first time we did it, it was just like, oh, let's do it. So this time we kind of figured out like, okay, well, that didn't work. And we'll try to progress as we go here on for our next time and try to learn from our mistakes from the first time out. So we will definitely be talking about that more. But again, Kanker, thank you so much for sending that. That's awesome. And finally, we have an email from Zog of XP, the blog from Zog. And it says, this is Zog of XP reporting to you from MicroZog's house on the Edrig server at 4.30 in the morning, just side of the Arafi Basin, after consuming four Monster Energy drinks, an Arizona iced tea, and a bag of pretzels. I think, subconsciously speaking, I may be trying to put myself into a sugar-induced coma. But more importantly, I come bearing questions, remarks, and a story for you to hear. First off, as of late, I found myself growing tired of the exhaustion of leveling at higher levels and rolled myself a female troll. Now, I believe, despite my gender, that of being a male, that after playing a male tor and orc and undead, I should be given the privilege to stare at something that isn't a man's ass. But I rolled her, and I was flipping through their jokes when I came to a profound thought. Andy Ed, you sound remarkably similar to a female troll, I must say. Of course, the trolls have that hint of Jamaican to them, but with some of the comments, you bear an uncanny resemblance to them, which I personally think is awesome, because trolls kick ass. As stepping aside here, really? Man, that's, I don't know which, that's, that's disturbing. I don't know if I should be, like, cool or freaked on that one. Probably because I played a troll for so long, it just started to rub off. But, uh, thanks, I think. He continues. Here's another point. I live in a small town of maybe 16,000 people, roughly. About 7,000 of those people are youth, and 60% of that youth has shown to play World of Warcraft. Which sounds totally awesome, except one thing. They don't show it. Only about 25% show it. Out of all that 75% of youth who do not show their WoW colors, they're closet players. Is this a smart idea? I think it'd be great for meeting people if the school had a WoW club or something along those lines. And it's a shame that they hide their inner Azeronian. Anyway, your thoughts on that? Well, my thoughts are, I think that a lot of people kind of don't announce it for one of two reasons. One, and we have talked about this, any kind of game of this nature has a bad reputation off the bat. So if you say, I play this, they think you dance around in your underwear and do really disturbing things. Or you're just like this big loser who sits there and plays this game. And that's all you do. You like have no other outside interests. You don't do anything else. This is it. So that's kind of been a stereotypical tag placed on all of us. The other reason uh, is because the same reason I don't talk about it. I mean, it's not like I go to work and go, dude, we talk, you know, totally took down whatever boss. Because you know why? They would look at me like, what? Because nobody I work with, I think, plays World of Warcraft. So you don't really mention it. That could be the reason. It'd be interesting if a school actually had a WoW club, although I was thinking about it, and I said this to you in my reply to you. If you got, like, Alliance and Horde live together in the room, what fireworks could explode from that? But I also mentioned that there is this anonymous feel to the game where you can say a lot because you have a computer screen in front of you, not a real person. You forget there is a real person on the other side of their screen, which is where a lot of the rudeness comes from, is I 
think I've said that too before. People forget that. They forget they're, you're not dealing with pixels here. You've got a real person playing that character. Please be respectful. Please have common courtesy. But you know what? They're, they can get away with it because it's like, <laughs> I, I'm a gnome. How are you going to recognize them in the street? I think if you got toe-to-toe with these guys in real life and it's like, and you said what? They'd clam right up. They would go, oh, I didn't say anything. No, I didn't they wouldn't say anything, but I do think it'd be really interesting. I doubt it'll ever happen, but it's kind of a cool idea. Anyway, we continue. And finally, I come to you with a tale of justice, heroism, and warpelchingers. When last we left our hero, Zog of XP, he had just finished slaying the dastardly shaman that had laid waste to him in the past. He continued on his way for another seven levels until he reached the total of... 52. So there I was, running over to Ratchet in Booty Bay, when I see what has to be the biggest undercover alliance I've ever seen. He's about three levels higher than me, and geared out, and he's an orc warrior. Me, being the kind fellow I am, offer him a friendly wave. What does he do? Why, none other than turn to face me and go, Oh my god! You should cancel your subscription with that shattered gear, you f- noob! He says this to me about three times, with variations much worse than the one previously stated. My jaw dropped. Some people are rude to me, but that just topped the cake. I have to defend my honor. He may indeed have better gear, but that doesn't mean he should bash me for giving him a friendly hello. So we hop off the boat, and I follow him out and challenge him to a duel. He accepts. I win. It was a massacre. He tried. Oh, how he tried. But with a Felgar feared and an arsenal of dots, he was soon on his knees begging for forgiveness. Afterwards, he challenges me again. Repeat performance. He faces me and goes, WGF, you're such a... Asterisk, 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 asterisk. You use a phone, PT3, you suck. By the way, as an aside, I'm reading this. He he typed it the way the guy wrote it. So I'm trying to like give you the full effect here of of this this jerk so that you're fully... Like you were there, just as a brief aside. Anyway, his words were drivel in my ear. He knew and I knew I was the winner here. So our hero rode off into the sunset and cammed half an hour later, charged and burned. That concludes my tale for this time around, but let that be a lesson that gear is not everything, and learning to play your class can be just as beneficial. Thank you, Zog. Gotta love the Zog tales. Zog is the best. Thank you so much for sending all of that in. My goodness. I think um, the 4.30 in the morning deal outside of Arathi Basin may have had something to do with me sounding like one of the trolls. You know, that just kind of dawned on me, but anyway. Thank you so much to everyone for sending in your emails. Wow, we have a lot to go through this time. And I'm looking over my list here going, jeez, I hope I didn't miss anyone. (laughs) I don't think I did. I hope I didn't. But thank you all so much for sending this. And you guys are the best. If you want to send us in an email of anything that you think is interesting, a story, a tale, your opinion, whatever, you can write to us at fthradio at gmail.com. And of course, don't forget, Big V has his own email, biggestv at gmail.com. And as always, our call in line, 206-888-3130. And as always, our web address, www.fthradio.com 
www.forthehorderadio.com. Well, we are getting to the end of uh, our show here. Uh, we finally got episode 14 out. And uh, we thank you so much for listening and everyone for writing in emails. And <laughs> Annie Ed didn't usually let me own at this, uh, this part of the program, but uh, she really doesn't have that much of a choice because... She actually is passed out over there, exhausted. For the Horde Radio, it's going to be changing its distribution schedule. We're going from every two weeks to every three weeks. We're going to every three weeks now because it's really become more of a job than a hobby. And we want to keep putting out good quality stuff that's going to make you say, Aha, yeah, I've been there. We still love our listeners. We think you guys rock, and we hope you'll uh, stick with us. We'll be bringing you another exciting, scintillating, bunny-killing, <laughs> I can say that, she's asleep, episode of this is what I get when we get listeners. Oh, Eddie Ed. Oh, it's a great show. Where's Big V? <laughs> Bring the side of beef in the air. Yeah, move. <laughs> Boy, that just fizzled. <laughs> yep. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Yeah, uh, that went flat. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Og Drew. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, you warlock. There you go. <laughs> don't fear me. Well, actually, fear me, but don't, like, fear me. Right. <laughs> Do you want to try that again? <laughs> did your brain just fizzle there? Yeah, it did. Uh, yeah, it just went. The fact that he threw us under the bus, for Christ's sakes. Oh, <laughs> God. I mean, seriously, that's what a catalytic converter looks like. Oh, good.